You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut through the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Hi, it's Katie Harris, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneur Podcast. Today, we have Leslie Perrin with us from Piece by Piece Wellness Coaching. Leslie, thanks so much for being here with us today. Oh, it's so nice to be invited to be here with you, Katie. Awesome. So tell us about you as a nurse. What kind of nurse are you? Um, Where did you start out in nursing? Yeah, well, so I started out in nursing um, and uh, actually focused in my graduate uh, school or or excuse me, in my undergraduate, I took a graduate course in oncology. And so for 40 years, um, I worked in a variety of different roles, um, but all focused on oncology, pain management. Uh, I was a clinical nurse specialist for blood and marrow transplant in oncology. And uh, then I subsequently went into nursing administration. So, um, and uh, had exposure to a variety of things, uh, whether it's solid organ transplant um, or palliative care. Uh, I worked with folks in uh, various uh, realms and worked in a, a teaching institution. Okay. And how many years were you in nursing? 40 years. <laughs> So 40, you- 40 fun years <laughs> of, 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 of uh, nursing, but the focus was really on um, really that very um, chronic and um, end stage uh, disease focus. And uh, I took a total shift as I shifted out of the hospital into really trying to figure out how can I help people stay well. And what did you discover? Well, you know, it's interesting. I, um, I, I was really, uh, bent on being and helping people who are very chronically ill. And I, I did get a lot of satisfaction over, you know, I worked in pain research for a time and uh, really trying to help people in the hospital manage through their illness. Um, but as I spent more time, I kept asking more questions myself is why, why does it have to be this way? Why do people have to get here in the first place? And I, um, be have developed more of an interest in holistic nursing. And actually one of the areas I worked with were um, nurses who were doing more of the holistic realm of things. And so I um, did bits and pieces of learning different um, aspects of holistic nursing. And then I decided I was really interested in functional medicine. And so I took a year long uh, functional medicine coaching course uh, and through the functional medicine coaching Academy And then I uh, thought, you know what, I can do this once I, um, uh, you know, decide uh, or change from the hospital uh, setting and I want to have more flexibility with my career, um, I can really help people stay well. And so I also studied functional diagnostic nutrition, which helped me be able to have access to uh, functional lab testing and really trying to help people uncover hidden causes of what was causing um, inflammation, pain, and other stress in their body. And what does that kind of look like? How is it different from what we do in the hospital? 
Well, I think, you know, as nurses, um, I know I personally and my even in all my advanced certifications in nursing was really focused on how can you, you know, give the pill for the ill, right? You're treating uh, people and uh, people in the most part still today are used to going to the doctor and getting a medication or surgery uh, to answer their medical issue. And uh I think what's so uh, different, and even as nurses, we fail to recognize that sometimes when we have our own health issues, that there really is something at the root of what is going on in our bodies. And in functional medicine, the whole goal is to say, okay, where in your metabolic system are you unbalanced? Uh, how can we uncover and do the detective work it takes to uncover where your metabolic systems are out of balance? And then how can we naturally rebalance your body uh, and helping you through things like diet, rest, exercise, stress management, and supplementation when it's needed? And it, did you go through this process yourself? Like, did you, do you, did you go through a functional medicine um, like practitioner and, and discover the benefits of it as a or how else did you get into it? Yeah, I well, my uh, my first step was just really, like I said, testing the waters out of my sheer interest. But what was also driving that is because, you, like you said, we we all usually have a story, right? And so I was struggling with um, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, and I kept going to my endocrinologist and saying, you know, I just don't feel right. And I get the TSH done and uh, they actually didn't do a full thyroid panel and kept saying every year, you're fine. Well, I, after going back like four years and just not feeling right, I thought this is not working. And so I did go to a functional practitioner, but in the interim had started to study studying functional medicine. And so I, I had that sort of idea that I, I could do more to find out what was happening in my own body. And so I did visit a functional medicine practitioner. I found that fascinating. Um, and, uh, and simultaneously, I was also developing some uh, arthritis and um, having, I was just at a point where I was frustrated. I thought, I'm too young. I'm locked up. Sometimes I, I, when it's least unexpected, I can't move. I couldn't depend on my body to work the way it was supposed to. And so through, you know, my own work um, and education uh, uh, through functional medicine and through working with functional me uh, medicine practitioner, I was able to um, really uh, get about 90% of my symptomatology um, reduced through wow. very simple, I no uh, arthritis medications. I don't take any non-steroidals. I don't take any steroids. I don't take any arthritis medications. Um, and, but I do take natural substances. And I also um, had uh, gone through a gluten, a, a certified gluten-free practitioner course, um, learned how to uh, reduce inflammation and significantly reduce my thyroid antibodies through becoming gluten-free. So, I mean, when your endocrinologist saw how you were improving, like, <laughs> what did they, what did they say? Were they like, what are you doing? Or, <laughs> well, I mean, typically, uh, well, I have to say I stopped going because <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I was frustrated. I thought, you know, uh, this is a specialist and I keep coming, I'm a nurse and I keep saying, I don't feel right that I have these unusual uh, symptoms 
something is not right. And there was not even a further deep dive into testing. I'll have They're to like, say, this lady's crazy. Just uh, yeah, don't, yeah. <laughs> don't tell me when she calls anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, okay, I'm not making this up. It's something is, I know it sounds weird, but I'm having these weird sensations in my thyroid gland. And this is what it feels like. And I just don't feel right. And it's very uncomfortable. And, and I, I and so, you know, I, I didn't feel like I was being listened to. And as a nurse, I mean, I think we all as nurses, uh, we want to listen to our patients, right? And it's important to listen to them. Um, and particularly in a case, for example, even in pediatrics, it's really important to listen to the parents um, and to really get some insight because oftentimes we as individuals or our patients and their families um, have a lot of insightful information um, that they can provide to a, a practitioner that can really actually, if that practitioner listens, help that practitioner steer them in a direction of where they might need to go in terms of testing or asking further questions and doing right. further assessment. Absolutely. So how, how long did it take, do you think, to get your symptoms under control? I would say, well, I mean, uh, obviously this was a journey of my, that I started on my own and then I didn't go to a functional practitioner for some time, right? I was just studying. So by the time I started with a functional practitioner, you know, I started to feel better. Um, really, I would say within the first couple of weeks, but, um, it took time. You know, I think when you have developed, you know, a, a autoimmune disease, it can take 10 or 20 years before you manifest the disease, right? Um, in my case, I was eating gluten all my life, uh, for example. And until I learned that I was sensitive to gluten, until I also did some uh, food test sensitivity testing that I also do with clients, um, I didn't know. And a lot of people don't know that they're sensitive to food because you don't get, you know, the common people think, oh, I'll get gastrointestinal symptoms if I have, a, have food issues. Well, that might be true if you have a food intolerance, but if you have a food sensitivity, you may have joint pain, you may have migraines, uh, you could have a myriad of symptoms that you have no idea that are actually related to a food sensitivity. Oh, well, yeah, that's not something you think about. Yeah. And I mean, I, as a nurse, you, I kept thinking, well, geez, if, if I would have thought that I would know this. But um, I don't think that's necessarily true. And I, I do think that uh, even today, most people are not aware that they can actually significantly reverse their symptoms uh, in many cases through either addressing food sensitivities, toxins, hormonal imbalances, uh, digestive issues where they may not have enough digestive enzymes, for example, or they aren't detoxifying appropriately, or they have an energy imbalance or some kind of nervous system imbalance. And so the work that I've been trained to do is to really uncover those hidden um, causes of symptoms that lead to disease. And uh, so it's, it's kind of fun. It's like, you know, it's Inspector Gadget, right? <laughs> I can't say I watched it, but I know what it is. <laughs> I did. I used to watch it every day after school. Um, yeah. So uh, no, I, I love that. And I think that, uh, so here's a question for you, like, it, cause even gut health, like gut health, I think has really gone mainstream yet at the same time. Um, I think traditional kind of Western medicine, it 
it dismisses a lot of the things that you just mentioned. Um, and so I guess my question is like, why do you kind of think that is, and is there some sort of bridge that we can create? Um, well, I think it's multifactorial. Um, if you take the sort of jaded view, <laughs> you might say that uh, the pharmaceutical industry has really driven us to this, um, you know, because everybody is, even traditional physicians are trained on, you know, well, but people show up when they're sick <laughs> and, and to only to help them, I'm going to give them a medication, right? And uh, the problem with that is it really is a Band-Aid because medication really just, uh, you know, dampers the symptoms. And unfortunately, if you have a hidden, uncovered metabolic imbalance, ultimately your symptoms will usually get worse or you will develop new symptoms or a new, new disease. And, and we all know that, you know, one time, sometimes when a person develops an autoimmune disease, they're many times more likely to develop multiple autoimmune disease over their lifetime. And that's because they haven't uncovered some of the hidden causes and addressed them. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, that, that's really um, powerful, I think, uh, because, you know, we have an entire uh, lecture or an entire course on pharmacology. But the one thing that always amazed me was that whenever we would talk about um, disease states or whatever it was, the last bullet point of every PowerPoint was just like, oh, and by the way, tell the patient to do some lifestyle changes. But like 90% of that PowerPoint presentation was about the medications, you know, to treat that. Uh, and we never got like a whole course on lifestyle. And maybe that's like a, the functional medicine piece at some level, that's part of it anyway. Um, I, I know there's a lot more to it, but yeah, we, we don't get that kind of information. And it, it feels like it's almost tucked away and, and it's kind of like this little niche area that only a few uh, select people dabble in and that kind of stuff. But I, I do feel like it's becoming more and more prevalent uh, though I would say in Philadelphia, I've been looking for a functional medicine practitioner and they're not easy to come by. Um, so, well, and, and I think it, it's the other part of this is, you know, we've been trained, especially in America, you know, to, you know, we get a fix with a pill, right? And, um, and to invest in our own health and to do the lifestyle and behavioral change takes a lot of support. And so that sort of coaching aspect that I also learned that positive psychology, really figuring out how to help people uh, figure out where their strengths are and what their values are and to help them uh, develop their goals in a way that will help them move forward with their health and where they and want to go. It's, it's easier said than done. I mean, we all know, you know, pretty much most people know what to eat to be healthy and what not to eat, right? But they also don't know what is healthy for you versus me. I may have a sensitivity to lectins or certain foods that I don't even know about. And even though they're healthy foods, they may not be healthy for me and maybe causing problems in my body. And so uh, while we can all try to take control of our own health, at some level, um, if we're not, if we have symptoms, symptoms are not normal. And so that's where, you know, functional medicine is really trying to uncover where those symptoms are coming from. Yeah. 
No, that's, uh, that's really important. And I know growing up, my mom, um, we had meat, like every single meal, bread, every single meal and a glass of milk. And now I look back, I'm like, Oh God, that's just, that's kind of disgusting. You've come a long way, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. So your business is called piece by piece. So what is that? And and it is a play on words. So if you want to, since this is audio only, maybe tell people what it is. Sure. So um, piece by piece wellness coaching, it's really piece, P-E-A-C-E, X, piece, P-I-E-C-E, wellness coaching. Uh, But um, the whole idea is, is that it, um, in order to have peace with your body and find peace in, in being well, it really takes uncovering those pieces of what is happening um, to really obviously cause symptoms and disease and to really um, methodically um, take those pieces in, of, of your health and put them back into um, balance and, and in an order, right? That works for you as an individual. And so um, working with people that have, for example, uh, symptoms of chronic inflammation and pain. It's really trying to help them uh, through appropriate testing, understand if they have a leaky gut, understand if they're detoxifying appropriately, understanding if their hormones are balanced or they have um, uh, an abnormal cortisol pattern and they're uh, due to stress, trying to figure out what is actually underneath that is causing those symptoms above the surface. Um, And so uh, putting together a personalized plan, once those things are uncovered and correlating that with which is going on in the person um, through extensive self-assessment, really trying to come up with a plan that's right for that person. And so um, that's, you know, really what um, I do. I mean, what's really important to me is to help people function optimally so that they can actually feel better, move better and live better because um, that's what life is about, right? Um, And to me as a grandmother, um, I was struggling, you know, my grandson wanted me to play hockey with him and I couldn't get up out of the chair. My feet just sort of locked up. And I thought, you know, I'm too young. I want to be able to be active, want to play with my grandchildren. Um, But, you know, sometimes people just say I'm getting old and, and actually one of my doctors said that to me and I thought that is not right. right. We don't, we don't have to live like that. Yeah. I was just thinking about that, you know, because we are given that kind of, oh, well, you're just getting older, you know, just accept mm-hmm. it. And it's, it's kind of like, well, we don't have to, <laughs> we could accept it, but you know, there's other ways to, to work with it as well. So um, so when you, you became a health coach and a functional medicine practitioner, did you go into those both knowing that uh, you were going to start a business or when, when did the business idea come up? Uh, I think, I, well, I, um, I, I was not necessarily in it. You know, I saw the change, t- changing tides of healthcare. I mean, it had been happening well over a number of years, um, but I could sort of see on the horizon that I would probably not be um, staying in that line of work uh, for a number of years. And I also um, thought, well, I don't necessarily really want to retire. Um, it, it just, I, I, I'm a, I love learning. Um, I love helping people. And I thought I want to be able to do something, but something that's flexible. So while I was still working full time is when I started doing the coursework uh, with a sort of uh, eye that um, I knew transition would likely happen. 
and that I wanted to be prepared for that. And so I did start uh, putting the you know, foundation of business together um, as I was starting to transition out of the hospital. Okay. And so where do your clients come from now? Uh, well, I mean, it's, uh, it's all, uh, they're online. So uh, people who find me through my, you know, website and, um, you know, or word of mouth and that kind of thing. So. And how do they work with you? Do they work with you one-on-one or group coaching or how do you do that? Right now uh, it's, it's one-to-one, um, uh, you know, I'm sort of, I think that's a good place for uh, most people to start really to develop, um, particularly it helps you develop your knowledge base as you're working with people, you find out what's ticking and what's working for each client. And um, so, uh, you know, just working one-on-one, having a number of different packages that are really involving testing and also uh, uh, different levels of testing and different levels of of one-to-one sessions. Uh, based on, you know, how that person comes to you. Um, And so, for example, I have a free discovery call where um, it's really an opportunity for a person to get to to know a little bit about me and for me to know just a little bit about them uh, so that I can basically understand if there's even an opportunity for me to maybe be able to help them. And uh, for us, uh, based on a a few questions that I I give to them in advance of that session um, that is on online questionnaire. Um, It helps me uh, be able to present to them what I think might be the best um, program uh, coaching, uh, one of my coaching programs to start with. Okay. And for the lab testing, do you send that to them or how does that work? Well, you know, the beauty of this is uh, that the lab test kits are all mailed to your home. And so the testing is all in home. The only time it might not be in home is if you choose, if most of it is like blood spot, saliva, stool specimens. But um, uh, one of the tests, for example, the mediator release testing that I do for food sensitivities is a blood draw. And you can actually um, online get somebody to come to your house and do it for you. So you don't have to go out of your house. You can actually, have, there are services um, that are um, that may be close to your home that can come and draw, or you can use your own lab and take the kit and they will send it for you. Okay. Awesome. All right. Um, so how long has your business been around? Uh, so I'm, I'm probably in my, my second year now. So it's, awesome. um, you know, it's a growth, um, it's a constant learning um, yes. and um, in adapting. And I found that very interesting, you know, as a nurse, and even though as an administrator, I had wore a lot of business hats. Uh, this is a whole new thing, developing your own business, <laughs> which I'm sure you can speak to, but it was like, a, uh, it, it, despite my business experience in the administrative realm of what I did, this was just a whole learning curve for me. Yeah. And it's been, it's been fun. And at times it is very challenging because there's so much new, many new things out there, um, ways of approaching business and trying to, you know, and of course there's all those little bells and whistles saying, well, I need to do this or I need to do that. <laughs> you know, It's trying to make sure you're not trying to do too much at once. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, I would say that the business for me has been um, 90% a personal journey and, you know, because the, the business aspect of the business, a lot of it is pretty straightforward, but, you know, you come up against these roadblocks or, you know, just issues that you run into and it's 99% of them are like, 
personal issues that I have to work through before I can actually tackle the, you know, get the task done. And I, it's the most bizarre thing. And if anybody had told me that, you know, I was going to be doing personal development instead of starting a business, I would have been like, well, forget it. Cause <laughs> I don't want to do that, but it's been good. It's been really good. So, um, all right. So, well, is the, uh, is the business where you want it to be, or are you looking to expand, grow? What's kind of the vision for it? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I am not looking to be, and I think that's important for anybody who's starting the business, say, you know, do I want to become this big conglomeration and <laughs> to develop things? I'm not at that point in my life, you know, after doing 40 years of nursing and, and deciding really, I want to continue to work and I want it flexible. I don't want to be doing 80 hour weeks, which sometimes I felt like I was doing at the hospital, right? And putting out fires. So um, really trying to make sure that um, I carry a, a, a nice average caseload is where I want to be at this point um, and trying to, you know, continue to grow that uh, to a point where I feel it's manageable. And so I think it's, it's just trying to fine tune uh, that balance. Awesome. Okay. Well, if people want to find you or nurses that are listening to this want to get more information about you and your practice, uh, where can they go? Well, they can go to my website and that's uh, piece by piece wellness coaching and that's spelled P-E-A-C-E-X-P-I-E-C-E wellnesscoaching.com or they can contact me uh, via email and it's Leslie at peace, P-E-A-C-E-X, peace, P-I-E-C-E wellnesscoaching.com. Awesome. Uh, well, Leslie, thank you so much for uh, doing this podcast with us today. Well, it was fun chatting with you, Katie. Best to <laughs> Take care now.